The Pelican schedule is out. We're going to break it down and give our opinions on the easiest and toughest stretches of the season. Will this be the year B.I., Zion, and C.J. make noise in the West? Pro Pels talk starting with... Five, Chris Connor. Um, schedule's out. We'll start with you, Five. First off, give me your toughest stretch of the season. Uh, as I'm looking at it right now, it's this back stretch pause uh, towards the end of the season. There's like, I think it's like March. It's uh, Philadelphia, Atlanta. No, that might not be it. Sorry. Uh, Brooklyn, Orlando, Miami at Detroit. And then you come back with Oklahoma City. Of course, you may not. They might be making a playoff push at the time. They have Shea. I mean, but you go with my Milwaukee at home, Boston at home, Phoenix, Orlando, and then San Antonio. And then you got to go to Phoenix. Uh, so I think that's a really tough stretch. Um, also, if you're trying to make a playoff push, depending on how your record is in January, which was a which is another tough stretch that yeah. you're going to have to deal with. So this might be a make a break time for the Pelicans uh, in March. Interesting. Uh, Chris, what would you say is your, uh, your thought on the toughest stretch um, of the season for the Pelicans? Pull up, pull up the schedule real quick. Yeah. Cause I had it. It's, it's like, uh, so for me, it's this. So the beginning of the year, they, they got a lot of, a lot of home games, right? So, that's helpful to me. Um, this, like it is for any other for any other year, I think that they have to. Um, they're gonna have to get off to a good start, and they got to take advantage of these of these home games, specifically once the season starts to progress. So I think that that area where they got they got Dallas and Denver all jumbled up, you know, some good teams, and then you got some mixture of you know of playoff teams. You got the Almighty Sacramento Kings on a back to back. Um, you know what I'm saying? The best, the greatest, the greatest team ever, ever assembled. Um, I mean, I don't know how they're going to be able to get through it. So no, but I mean, I'm looking at a lot of high scoring games in that mix, to be honest. Um, you know, and it's going to take, you know, these dudes being even, even through the home stretch to be ready to be focused. And, you know, you, you last year, I think what caught up, what started a lot of the injuries for a lot of key players was, you know, the workloads that they had to deal with playing all of these high competitive high scoring games and you're playing you know dudes playing minutes that they're not used to at this level stress adds up and from larry to jose to zion you started to see it take its toll and then you get into the dog days of the season you don't have your guys you go on some you know some rough stretches cj basically gets banged up and um you know there you have it yeah, uh, Lido, I look at that. Uh, I was telling five at the beginning before we got on the stream that stretch of where we play the Lakers on New Year's Eve, and then you kind of have a home away home. You go Brooklyn at Minnesota, then you get the Clippers, and then you go on the West Coast to Sacramento, Golden State, Denver, and back to back in Dallas. Um, that would probably be my hardest stretch of the season. What would you What would you say, Justin? None of that matters. Like it don't matter. The paper don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like the only thing matters is in January to March, April is health. Like, because we can look at the schedule, we can circle teams and say, this is a lesser opponent. This is, this is going to be a tough opponent. We could have did the same thing last year. And, and you literally got to the point where you were number one in the West and not to be a, the downer of this shit, but I'm just, fuck it. I'm on pain pills. So listen, the thing is like, <clears throat> if, if we can play, I don't know, let's, let's, I'm just say the Hawks, right? You could, you could play the Hawks 
And like they could be bad at the time, but if Zion isn't there, if Brandon isn't there, I'm just being realistic. If if they're not there, like this schedule shit doesn't even matter. Chris and five, what would y'all say to that? That's because it's an inter- interesting point. You know, you're going to be playing the same teams, and there's going to be tough West Coast trips, and there's going to be tough stretches in the season. What would y'all? We'll go Chris first and five. But what would you say to that with Lido? Well, to Lido's point, um, if I'm correct, one of the the games that they lost in that ten game losing streak was like to Orlando, right? They lost to Orlando. I mean, they lost to Orlando twice, you know, in the season, but they lost to Orlando. They were up on on the heat in that ten game losing streak and lost. There were a couple of games that you know you would have said gimme's even without certain players or even welcoming back bi and it didn't it didn't end up mattering because of either um you know just really because of health and working guys back in so yeah, I mean, I think that that matters for you know the, the paper only does so much the thunder and we we talked about it a little bit yesterday the thunder tried their best you know they they were monitoring s g a s minutes and you know, it seemed like they were slowly starting to turn it down. They they had a little bit of a tough schedule down the stretch. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. So I I definitely I definitely agree. Health is health is always as always was when, when we're talking about this kind of setup. However, um, yeah, I mean, timing, rest. You know, rest games. I mean, we're talking about an in season tournament. There's a lot of elements I think in this in this season that's a little bit different. That's you know hard to forecast. Yeah, and 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 five to that point. I think from what I'm gathering on the, the Pelicans' schedule, they have six back-to-back games on the road, and they have three like three home away, one away home, and three home and home. I think the um, total is out to what 13, 13 back-to-backs. Yes, thirteen back-to-backs total. It's kind of funny though. Of course, they get six away and away, and three home and home. I, I don't know how they factor that in, but that's obviously that's not great. But um. Would you, you know, to Lito's point and Chris's point, would you want to elaborate a little bit on health? I mean, it's it's the most important thing. I mean, to to Chris's name today is King's health. Like we we would love the King's health at this point, right? We would love to see eight guys play seventy plus games, right? That that'd be, which is not to Chris's <laughs> to Chris's demise. Uh, is not like uncommon. It is. It should be more common that it is not. But, you know, that the way the NBA is set up, um, really good teams sometimes are just lucky. I'm just waiting on the turn that the Pelicans' health is kind of lucky at this point, yeah. right? We've seen the down years. Can we see the, the upswing of that? Um, but, again, to Lito's point, it ain't going to matter if they're not healthy. It's not. It's not going to matter if, you know, Zion and, and, and B.I. aren't there. Hopefully you see the, the young guys raise their games, but that's the only thing we can really be hopeful for, right, for them to – kind of be able to steady the ship until those guys get back. I mean, we've seen this before. I just don't want to see this movie over, over and over again. Yeah. Can I, can I add on to something though? Absolutely. I, I, I really feel like the, and the reason I feel like this is because like you, you went with a healthy team. Well, more so BI was out, but you had Zion, you went toe to toe with the Denver Nuggets, right? So you, 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 you saw the highs of the highs. You played the NBA champs and you like, you beat them. Right. But what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to get to is like, on on paper or even like on, on in the actual game, I think this team is talented enough to contend with anybody, but it's just that that lingering issue of what the Sacramento Kings have. I I literally talked to Chris. I was talking to Chris earlier, and I told him, you know, for me, like I understand his hate for for them with that. I think though the hate is like jealousy. 
jealousy. Like I'd love to have that. Envious. Yeah. Because we have never had it. Yeah. Never. And and uh-huh. he and to Chris's Chris was like, yo, like I don't even want eight. I just want five. You know what I'm saying? Like I just want five players. Right. I'm just calling you. I'm just calling you. Wait, Chris, for everyone that didn't see the live stream last night, can you throw back the stat of what um the Kings did last year? Oh. Well, for for games played, they Eight had, top players play seventy three fucking games. I look glad you the, dropped the F bomb there. Through, perfect. Look, man, I started looking through some of these teams, bro. I started looking through the Nuggets. That, like they won first in the West, won the championship. Neither Jokic nor Murray played seventy games. I think the only only two people on their team that played seventy games, seventy plus games, was KCP and Christian Braun. The fucking Kings had eight, and they still only won six more games than. The team we're talking about right now in the Pelicans. I'm going to say this, and, and I promise I'm done hating, okay? If you're going to get that kind of coach and you got the best offense of all fucking time, you should have won 60 games. All you got for me is 48. All you got for me is 48. You, you ain't break no other records. You couldn't Mike D'Antoni it. When nobody in MVP uh, conversation. I'm just saying, you're going to break records, win more than 48 games. The shit was fake. And I, I'm saying no bad until they prove me wrong. Shit was fake, according to Chris Connor. Um, five. What's the, what's the? Um, actually, before we get into that, uh, podcast sponsored by the Birdsaw Law from the official injury lawyers of Propel's Talk. Give them a call at 504-523-5413 if you or someone you know has been involved in an accident. Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Propel's Talk. Five. Give me your. Give me the game that you're lo- most looking forward to. I know it's like you play everybody, but w- who's the game you're most looking forward to? And I know it probably just got you off the. Uh, oh no, 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 no! It's no. cool. Uh-oh. I know exactly what game that is. Go ahead, baby. Off the top, Golden State, uh, October thirtieth. Mm. Why? Oh, oh, it's early. Steph, Steph returns <laughs> to the Smoothie King Center. They right. are on a back to back again. Just throwing that out there. They are on a back to back, and the second is the. Pelican. But it's early. Steph hasn't played in the Smoothie King Center in like two, three years. Type like. <laughs> that's going to tell me what this team is built on. That team will be ready to play. It, they, they're going to be on the mission, right? They got their guys back, right? Draymond got a new contract. Jordan Poole isn't there. Like, it's going to be like an ushering of a new wave. Like, no, that's going to tell me, like, are you ready? Maybe Memphis, but no, this this Golden State game is a national televised game, NBA TV. But to, to see it up close and personal, uh, I think I think this is a game where the Pelicans have a the ability to make a early statement, right? Like, all right, we beat a team. They may be aging, but they're still a smart team, uh, and they're going to try to put their best foot forward against against the Pelicans. Uh, Lido, that's a really uh, that's a I like that answer a lot. Five, uh, Lido, go ahead. November twentieth and November twenty second. The- <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> I thought we were over that. I, mean, nah. I, really I thought we were over it. Go ahead. Keep it going. Keep it going. But let's go tell you, Lido. Who are they I mean, playing? Who they, they play, playing? They yeah. playing the Sacramento Kings, man. <laughs> they playing the Kings. Hey, look. Seriously, like, no, this ain't got nothing to do with Chris. Like the last time we, the last time the Pelicans played the Kings, like, they, <laughs> Mike Bibby. Wow, they got smoked. They got they yeah. got they got absolutely smoked. You know what I'm saying? And if you know you it's re, it's a redemption. It feels like this season is leading to like a, a redemption type theme from from all angles. You know what I'm saying? Like Zion taking his game health seriously. Like you know with injuries and the team in general. Like everybody, Willie becoming a better coach. Like 
Mike Mike Brown outcoached them. Like Fox and Sabonis, like they outplayed our best players, or, or either our best players weren't playing. Either way, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it you got something to prove against that team. And like, you know, they they are a team who, you know, they 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 were right there as far as like going to the Western Conference Finals. Like they were they were right there. Like you could have Can I know, can, can I add something to this? Yeah. It's it's really an intriguing matchup when you think about it. Like uh, Fox versus CJ, you have Bi versus Harrison Barnes, like or or a little bit of above, a little bit or above Zion versus Sabonis, like polar opposites in a sense. And you got a guy like Jose coming off the bench or and going against a Fox that that's not really going to match up. But Herder and Trey Murphy. Like the ideals are somewhat opposite, but yet the same. Like you can see these two matching up really well. Um, it's gonna come. It's probably gonna come down to like a final shot, final play. Um, kind of see how it goes. Well, last time, last time I was told by an assistant that you know we could we could score with them. Yeah, <laughs> that was that. That was the halftime strategy. So God, I wish. <laughs> I wonder where he is now. Um. Chris, he's, you can't say the Kings. Chris, who are we uh, most looking for? <laughs> so my first thought, my first thought was Phoenix, um, but I, I really, I really like Five's answer with Golden State, but not even just just because of the Steph situation. Chris Paul, like, um, mm. I, I having that game early, the energy is always different with Chris Paul in the building. It doesn't matter where he is. Um, yes. And but then think about the last game that the Pelicans played against Golden State. In Golden State, Pelicans get off to a really good run, and then you get that setup where Draymond just starts going nuts, challenging you know, challenging the character of the Pelicans, and they just folded. You know what I'm saying? You know, he's Stepping telling CJ, her. "You ain't." Yeah, I mean, Draymond telling CJ, "You not like that." Calling them all, you know, all type of names, calling them out his name. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then they just went on a run, and you know they did what they do, right? Um, that's the situation. And it was another game as well before that when they played in Golden State, where Kamunga kind of frustrated. We saw him kind of frustrate, yeah. Brandon. And the Pelicans blew another lead yeah. in a game like that. So it's just two different, two different types of mentalities, right? You know, the Golden State just they they never panicked. They never got up too high. They knew no matter how big the lead was that they would have an opportunity, and they executed. I want to see how the Pelicans in a in a game that's going to, especially the beginning of the year, it's going to have a lot of energy in the building. People are going to be excited. Going to be a lot of stars playing, hopefully. And you get the Chris Paul element. A lot of hate in there. We know how Jose feels. Um, I just think that game is going to be is going to bring a different kind of intensity for, you know, an October game. That's a good point. And I was um, I was going to actually say, you know, Lakers New Year's Eve, I think it's an interesting game. But my the one I'm looking at is actually at Minnesota, November 8th. We all remember what happened the last game of the year. You know, people there's a fight on the, the side, you know, side fight on the on the Timberwolves bench. We blow a huge lead. You know, we really needed to win that game. We don't. And then you had the ant at the, the ant and B.I. kind of first going at each other after Team USA and FIBA. So I'm interested to see that game. And then I think it's an important stretch, but that, that stretch against Dallas, November 12th and 14th, you have them both at home. you got to take care of business there. Th- those like between Dallas and Sacramento, you get Sacramento twice and Dallas twice in the first 16 games. 
And to me, I think the Pelicans will be bunched up with the Kings and Mavericks moving forward for the playoff race. And we all know tiebreakers in the West, man. Like you got to win those. You have to win those because it, it it burned us last year. So I think that the first 15 games are really interesting to me. Can I talk about these, this caveat I'm just saying? It's November 25th and 27th. It's at Utah. You can't lose a Utah three times. We did it. We did it last year. Remember the same I, thing. I, that's what I'm saying. Like you can't do this. Like that was a thing. Like you lost to Utah three straight. Like you can't do it. So just not repeating the same habits or same mistakes that you did last year. Hopefully you learn from them. I, I, I'm looking at uh, March 22nd through April 1st. It's it's a really interesting, some really interesting teams you have. Like you, you have on that March was the, Yeah, that oh, was a, the, the one I brought up earlier. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, my bad, my cool. no, no, but I, I think that's a tough stretch because it's, it's only a day in between those games somewhat, yeah. right? Like it's, I'm not, I'm not going to just like count them all, but it's almost like 10 games in 15 days or 16 days, yeah. something, something crazy like that. Yeah. And and I think, look, when you, and when you look at the stretch, right, like you got the, you got Miami who just went to the finals, you know, an established team, they have a culture, they have, they have the guys that they have. But the interesting part of it for me is Detroit, right? Detroit has, Monty, brand new, brand new coach. Like you see what Cade has been doing this summer in uh, you know, fever practice and and just killing, you know, his his summer sessions. And then you got Jaden and you got the rest of those guys on that team. I think Detroit is gonna be much improved and surprise a lot of people. And then you got like five already talked about uh OKC and how they tried, <laughs> they literally tried to miss the playoffs and like they were just too good. You bring, you go, hey, this Justin, but you add chat to that. You add, you know, another year J Dub, and I, I think they're gonna be a really, really, really good team. And you know, Milwaukee is Milwaukee. Like you, yeah. you, you bring, you bring that same team back with a new coach, and you add Porzingis to Boston, and you add the whole Bradley Bill shit with, you know, saying uh, Phoenix. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a tough stretch. I got a, I got a question for whoever wants to answer first. Do y'all think? the last game of the year against the Lakers at home is going to matter. It's going to matter to fans. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I'm, I'm not worried about the fans. I'm talking about playoff positioning or even draft status. Do you think that game's going to matter? To somebody. Yeah, it's going to matter to either the Pelicans or the Lakers or both of them. I guess That's not- an interesting game, I think, that last game of the year. I mean, because it's only – I mean, if we're being honest – I I think there's either it's only two reasons that it really that we're really invested that or that it matters at that point. I mean, I I think the Lakers are going to be are going to be really good and they're not going to be fighting at the end of the playoff bracket, you know, this year. Right. So if that's the case, you either a you're fighting for maybe a home, you know, home court advantage, you know, possibly or you're fighting for playoff positioning, which is which is awesome. It adds. Like we we're not we're not used to doing that if you're like the Pelicans, right? So you're battling with a team that you may could possibly end up seeing later on in the playoffs if things break your way, or it's the other side of things, and it's a game that could, you know, maybe knock you out of the playoffs. You know what I mean? I mean something right. something like that, or or, or 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 put you in a situation where you no longer control your destiny because of the last few years. Or the last couple of years where this team has been battling, it, it, the, the, the end of the season has always been stressful. It's been stressful. <laughs> and you would hope that, you know, it's not the latter. Any other scenario, if the, if the season's already done for one for one side or the other, 
I mean, I, I think it's either I'm not really, you know, you're not going to be as tied into it or even if the Lakers are, it's the unlikely setup, at least in my opinion, that the Lakers are a bad team somehow and this tragedy hits them, you know, when you're fighting to get, you know, their draft pick, which is in your possessions, uh, or what is it, the swap or, or, or swap. whatever it yeah, is. Swap, yeah. Yeah, to be in um in higher standing. What you mean Jackson Hayes is over there? You don't, you don't think that? Jackson Hayes returns. They're going to be, I mean, I think, they're gonna be a good team, though. But I mean, I, I think they're, yeah, I do too. Yeah, I mean, their floor is like fifth seed to me. That's probably generous. Um, last part of the show, uh, five. You know, Pelicans. I guess you can. Do you want to say it's a break that they missed John Moran opening night, or is that not gonna matter? Because I remember you said last night they're the Memphis Grizzlies as well, coach. It doesn't matter. You can just plug and play, and they'll be fine. Do you think the Pelicans catch a break there? Or do you think? I mean, that's gonna be a tough ass game to open up the year. I mean, I think they they caught, catch a break because John is a superstar, but this isn't going to be like a lighter game or an easy win for the Pelicans. The fact that he isn't there, they're going to be prepared and ready to play uh, when it's opening night. So everybody wants to play and play well. Um, look at the Pelicans. They, they went to Brooklyn their first, first game last year and yeah. it's not the hole in something hole in their head. What they, they had KD. It's not like he wasn't playing like, no, no, they were ready too. And they just lost. So, uh, you can't take your opponents lightly. I'm pretty sure the the Nets didn't think anything of the Pelicans. That's probably why they got beat so bad. So, um, nah, nah, nah. You just can't take them lightly. I think they're going to be ready to play. I'm going now. Uh, we'll start Lido, Will Chris, and Fago Endus. How many How many wins this year? This? Just go. How many wins? Because we do this every year. How many wins? Hey. What? Why you? I'm, Don't I'm, give me health. I'm, just tell me how many wins. I said forty. I said forty. I said forty-eight last year. I'm going forty-eight this year. Chris, so if they won, if they won forty-eight games, that means that they that they tied with the Kings did last year, right? Yep. Got it. Got it. That would be a spectacular season. I mean, that would be. It was third seed last year. It would be. It would it's be gonna be six this year. Like generational. If you think season, if you man. think forty-eight wins is gonna get you the. It's gonna be six. Third, third seed this year? <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, I, I gotta, I have to continue to to uh, play the hate, man. Uh, right. how many wins? I like, I like forty eight. I don't want to, I don't want copycat. Um, I'm gonna go with. Let's see, they won forty two last year. They will be. I think that they will win more games. Let's go with. Let's go with forty six. Forty six. Five. You even brought the pencil out there. I know because I was writing. Um. Last year I said fifty-two. Like I was, they were on. They were on I, pace. I mean, I said 50 they were on pace. All were there. Hey, bro, I'm. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say fifty. I'm gonna drop down two games. Fifty. I'm being ultra generous right now. Where does that place them in the West? Five. Fourth. Fourth. I was about to say fourth or fifth. You got it. In order I mean, to get fifty, Jared. In order. to in order for them to get 50 wins, how many games does Brand Zion have to play? It's <laughs> so fucking frustrating. How many, how many, how many games? 60? 50? So like between the both of them or together collectively? No, like, just they don't have to be on the court at the same time. That's asking oh, too no, much. No, okay? no, That's no, asking no, no, way no. too much. That's so what the I'm bar saying. as we said is low. So low. Like you want me to no, I can't I can't signify. Let's say together they have to play 30 games together. That's crazy. 
if they can't play 30 games together, then yeah. they got to play 30 games. Lito's just yeah. not amused. Like, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> I mean, okay, no, no, no. To get 50 wins, they probably have to play 40, 40 games yeah. together, to be honest, because you're not going to win every game that they play together, right? I'm going to say you probably go 30 and 10 in those games. Hopefully, I'm being generous. And hopefully, your team, uh, your bench players have gotten better in the coaching. Hopefully, the offense is better. That way, you can close that gap, right? You're going to need an extra 20 wins. So, hopefully, coaching can get you 20 more wins. That's a that's a really good point, Five. I think I think coaching, CJ, um, and Trey are going to be the X factors in this entire equation. If, yeah. if CJ, if CJ is healthier last season during during that stress without those guys, maybe they still a couple couple yeah. more. You know, I mean, you get a couple a couple extra of those games like he showed against the Spurs. I think in New Orleans where he dropped forty or something like that. You get the, you know, um, something. If he's healthy and he's able to revert to um, late first seat, yeah. I mean, I I would say when he first arrived in New Orleans and he was playing really well. Um and part of Portland, CJ, you get a different individual. And if Trey takes a leap that shows when healthy and when this team isn't healthy, that probably raises the floor. I think those two guys are the biggest X factors, and regardless of where the health finishes uh, yeah. for this year. Hey, well, let me ask us before we sign off. What did y'all think of one the video the Pelicans posted with CJ McCollum? And then what are y'all thoughts on actually CJ being, you know, the picture on the schedule and not Brandon and Zion? Lito, I'll start with you first. I thought that the I thought that the video was brilliant. I'm so happy to see the Pel start participating in things like this. Like, you know, normally, you know, we whatever. We, I'm not gonna speak about the past. I'm just gonna move forward with the present. It was a brilliant video. I love who they picked. To be in a video, like he, he never realized how much he looked like CJ, which is crazy. Uh, I really feel like, um, I really feel like people are gonna owe CJ an apology this year because you're gonna see a guy healthy. Like if you if you think he's not reading the tweets, if you ain't seeing what what was said about him, and you know what I'm saying how you 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 tried to trade him or give him up for whatever. Like I think people gonna owe him an apology, and I feel like to be on that. To be on it on the cover, right? Like, I mean, we put Zion there like four years in a row, and like he has not <laughs> lived up to the billing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like just being being realistic. Like, you you got an adult. He's the voice in the room. Like, he's put pressure on the team from the moment the season ended. Like, he never stopped talking. He went on podcasts. He, you know what I'm saying? He he did this. He's been training and he's been showing you like the way to handle yourself as a professional. So. I'm really happy to see him there. And um, yeah, I think people go owe him an apology. Chris. Then we'll end it. Yeah, with um, I really like I really like the video. And the reason I know I really liked it is because my attention span dies these days after about 18 seconds. And I finished the I finished the entire video and was like, oh, this is this is dope. And I wasn't able to predict everything. I got a, you know, the the visual artist in me has a couple critiques possibly, but I'm happy that they took what was right there. Um, he's been compared. CJ's been compared to to Jaleel White for you know for years now. So I'm glad they were able to use that. CJ, what he could have been a much worse actor than he actually was. Um, so I mean that you know they they put in the effort and were and were creative with it. And about the cover, man, look, 
I think, you know, this year is a real, a real pivotal year for CJ, man, in a lot of different ways. I mean, look, man, between the health and uh, between what he was battling with yesterday, I mean, uh, last year and being, um, you know, I mean, he didn't he didn't look to be in, in, in the greatest of shape. Right. Still transitioning to, to a, a new city, a newborn. You, you know, you saw some inconsistent play. And I would say he would he would even agree with, you know, agree with that. On top of being the president, you know, of you know the players association, and you know, and working out on a new CBA, he had a lot of stuff on his on his plate with this team. With I'm, I'm sure had a lot of frustrations to go with it as well. This year, he get an opportunity. I think when healthy, he looks to be in really good, great shape. We talked about he's he's putting a lot of time and a lot of work. He has a chance to really remind folks that may have forgotten or dismiss who he is in this league, um, and have it impact winning. Because look, we keep talking about the changes in this new CBA. If we're talking about who's going to be the, the you know, the odd man, our brand is up for an extension. Zion ain't going nowhere. You know, um, well, you never know. But the the one, the person that people point at that would be gone, mo- most likely gone if this team is elevated anywhere, would trade down the line looking for an extension is CJ. He got a chance to prove, no, this is, this is where I belong. This is who I am. And we're going to take this team finally to another level. Both of y'all well said. Five, close us out. <clears throat> it's a rare condition. For this day and age, for the Pelicans to do something like that, you know, I thought I thought it was pretty good. Now, as Chris said, I as a, as a visual artist, I a couple of things I would have added, like one the theme song, two, uh, you know, his time machine, you could have turned this stuff. Like there was a couple of different ways you could have flipped this, but the effort was there. You know, I, I'm not mad at a first step. It's almost like a De'Aaron Fox first step, really quick. <laughs> We would end it like that. Let's hear before we get off. Let's hear. Let's hear from DraftKings Sportsbook. With the NFL season right around the corner, nonstop football action is in sight. You can get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet just five dollars and score two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly. Nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Life's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app before kickoff. Use code BOOT to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you just bet $5 on any NFL bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code BOOT. The crown is yours. Yeah, I'm never saying that. I can just press the button. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> Love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> Chris Cotter, 5 and Lito signing off. We'll see y'all Sunday night.